Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Are you being fairly compensated at work today? Now, you know, a recent survey has found that 52% of Singaporean employees feel that their salaries are not keeping up with inflation. So how can businesses, especially SMEs, navigate this issue? I mean, with many businesses scrambling to cater to those employee needs but are unable to give raises, there's an avenue of ample information that support most organizations are not leveraging, and, th- and that is payroll providers. So today we're going to discuss how Singaporean SMEs can leverage their payroll providers to better manage cash flow, as well as navigate these turbulent economic times while also increasing employee happiness and retention. Without further ado, let's welcome on the show Kevin Fitzgerald, the Managing Director at Asia at Employment Hero. Good morning, Kevin. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing very well, thank you. Wonderful, Kevin. Now, let's start off by talking about the impact of inflation on employees' mental health and productivity. What are you hearing from the ground, Kevin? We're hearing it. It's widespread. I think we knew this already. You know, inflation is is definitely something that affects everyone and every business. And it's clear that you know, for certainly the last 12 months, right, like the, the concerns over inflation inflation have actually come to fruition. Yeah. You know, everything is becoming more expensive. And, you know, like myself, like yourself and our, our friends and people that we work with, um, everybody is, is experiencing it, sadly. Mm. So the, the impact of that really is concerning, you know, like in, and mental health and productivity are, are intertwined. And we see this in the, in the data that we that we've run and the surveys that we've run in Singapore, a really high proportion of Singapore-based workers have begun looking for jobs with higher salaries. In fact, our data shows it's 65%, which is, which is almost two-thirds. Mm. And we also see that 59% are looking for a second job or what we call career cushioning. Wow. Um, you know, to really help them understand, well, what are their options? Because... In a time like this where inflation is having an impact, um, I guess our, ourselves and the technology world, our partners, our, our payroll partners and the SMEs that hire these um, employees have got, to, have got to be able to, to help, right? Like and help people understand what their choices are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, thanks for that breakdown, Kevin. Now then, how in turn do you, is this impacting businesses, turnover rates and retention and profitability as well? It, it, it really is impacting them because with such a high number of people concerned about their future, whether it be short-term or, or medium-term future, um, stress levels are, are rising with employees. And to be honest, how I see that really impacting uh, Singaporean SMEs is maybe these employees are coming to work worried each day about their future instead of being content or hopefully happy you know, with their future. And, and that can really impact productivity for the SME, which are also feeling the pain of inflation. Right. And, and, and we see that with, with output productivity. You know, like we, when we speak to, to SMEs that are customers, they, they tell us that their, their employees are concerned about the future. And, and even the employer is concerned about the future. And, and to me, that translates into um, a lack of focus. Yeah, you know, like if, if what can the business do if if everybody is distracted by the external factors? Mm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. I mean, in fact, I mean, it's clear. I mean, if you're not 
being fairly compensated. And I mean, in accordance to how inflation rates are moving now, obviously there's nothing to motivate you to go further, right? So then um, let's talk about perhaps the slowing economic growth as well as the rising inflation. How do you see the current economic situation impacting businesses' ability to financially support their employees? It's it, it's very challenging. In a, in a nutshell, it's very challenging. Like, yeah. with, you know, with businesses being a little bit more, actually more conservative, not just a little bit, with mm. them being more conservative over what they spend, um, because they're worried about the, the revenue earning potential of the business, it means that they they kind of go into their shell a little bit. You know, like they, they probably don't see opportunity as clearly. Um, they don't take as many risks as before. And gradually they're having an employee workforce who are, are becoming a, probably a little bit more disenchanted uh, week by week with the future of the business and their pay in relation to how much um, inflation is increasing. So it's a, it's a very tricky thing, you know, to, for businesses to get right. And, and what's interesting is when we, when we survey employees, of course, the number one thing is more salary. You know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think either of us could ask anyone, you know, what's the number one thing you want from an employer and, and, and people wouldn't mention more money. Yeah. So that's, that's taken as guaranteed. Um, but, but how do businesses actually then think about retention, you know, keeping their, their employees very focused on the jobs to be done? And we do see that raises, one-off bonuses are just simply not sustainable for the SME. In fact, it could, it could put them into a bit more financial strife, oh. um, which, is, which is then, you know, objectively, that's quite unfair on the employee. Yeah. Because they, they have their expenses to pay. So I do feel SMEs do have quite a duty to figure out, well, how else can we support our employee, employees through this challenging environment and you know, help them with their, their mental outlook. Mm. And, and it's a big part of it is, is really for me and, and, and how I run even our, our teams here is a lot of it is transparency. Mm. There's a lot more to think about in the workplace. I mean, aside from just salary itself, the mental health of workers is also, I mean, directly involved in terms of productivity for businesses. So then, Kevin, what can you tell us about the barrier for digitalization and automation that is keeping, you know, SMEs from implementing solutions that will uh, redirect cash flow for the employee's direction then? It is. Like, that's a, that's a business challenge because, as I mentioned earlier, the businesses are being a bit more conservative with what they do next. And sometimes that is slowing down some parts of digitization. That's the reality. Right. However, there's a huge opportunity um, to, and I, I think there's two benefits in digitization. One is the business benefits from going digital and making sure they keep up with competitors and, and not falling behind. Yeah. But the, the knock-on effect is it's the opportunity to, you know, educate, train and develop staff who may not have used these digital solutions. Mm. And that is that is internal on the job training that really, you know, helps an employee becomes become stronger. Right. And it's not done with the with the idea that you make the employee stronger and then they leave. You know, like <laughs> no, no no employer wants that. But yeah. it's gotta be a two way street. Right. And businesses can be great at offering L and D opportunities, but sometimes it's not it's not strong enough for the employees to really value. Right. 
However, if they went through a digitization process and learned a new system or systems and, you know, really got an opportunity to communicate across other parts of the business, they become a much more accomplished individual. Wow. And then that could actually help them in the future. Wow. It sounds to me like it's a lot to do with company culture here. Well, then, Kevin, with 46% of Singaporeans saying that they would move for salary increase, then how can businesses such as SMEs cater to this demand? I mean, is there even a chance for retention? I think there is a chance for retention. And the, and the reality is, is that there is a lot of people considering what they do next and looking for, for a change in roles. Mm. But, the, but the economy is dictating that there's not a lot of available roles yeah. So you have a, a, a quite a high demand, but quite a low supply. So I think in, in terms of actually running a business and the culture that you, that you mentioned, a big part of it is increased transparency mm. about how the business is performing. And some bosses can be allergic to that, right? Oh. Like they can, be, they can be afraid of sharing too much or they feel that people shouldn't know this stuff. But right. I've seen personally in my experience that sharing the right amount of information and, you know, explaining to um, all employees, not just managers, not just senior people, um, the state of the business and where we're headed. It also helps to build trust, but it also uh, dispels any rumors or over concern. Mm. Because sometimes people, if they're, if they're hearing all this messaging about inflation and economy woes and they're worried about that, naturally they would think about their own company and maybe they don't have the right information. Mm. And they're thinking about maybe their company is in a worse position than it actually is. Right. So, so bosses and leaders have, have a duty of care, you know, like to be transparent. And that, tr- that translates then into a much more healthy culture and open conversation between mm. the, the bosses and the employees. Right. Yeah. I. I mean. I think uh, employees. They do have the right to know what they're working towards and what they're working mm. for in the first place. Right. Correct. Mm. Definitely. And and they want to be involved. Of course. And, and what what I found fascinating over the years is when I share as much as I can, there are employees who will come back to me and say, "Hey, you you mentioned you know this thing that's happening in the business. Like, I'd, is there a way that I could be involved?" Ah. You know, how, how, do I, how do I learn more? And for me, then, that shows me, okay, there's people who actually do want to get involved and learn more and are really keen and, you know, we'll, we'll get them involved in projects that we have ongoing. And for me, that's, that's critical, mm. L&D, for the development of an individual, not watching a video online, you know, <laughs> about a, a small piece of education, actually getting someone on the job, training and coaching on something maybe they, they haven't done before. Yeah, it's the uh, I mean broadening of the, the brainstorming work that we can get the employees to come in and help as well. I mean, let's now shift our attention over to how SMEs can leverage payroll providers as well. And, you know, just for a start, I mean, Payroll Service is a third-party company or organization that assists with payroll processing as well. And they can simplify many things associated with timely and accurate payments such as employee time and attendance, payroll taxes, as well as workers' compensation. But, you know, speaking of trust, why aren't Singaporean businesses open to sourcing, outsourcing their payroll, despite their abilities to help navigate these challenges they're facing? It, it, it does come down to trust, which is, is, you know, like also linked to understanding. Mm-hmm. And SMEs that we speak to um, do have concerns over outsourcing such 
personal data in, right. in payroll. However, it also comes down to who you pick as a payroll service provider. Right. There are plenty of very trusted um, payroll service providers in Singapore and, and in Malaysia who have been around a long time and have terrific reputations and really they're the ones that you want to find, you know, as, as, a, as a trusted partner. Right. And I think when SMEs start to work with a payroll partner, they, they kind of have that aha moment of, oh, wow, this person can take all this heavy compliance work off me and, you know, I'm not so worried about all the, the, the checks that I need to do for time and attendance. And that's the, that's the, the, the foundational work, I would say. But mm. where, we, where we've seen the best payroll providers really provide um, great business partnership to SMEs in Singapore is they can go back and have really insightful conversations around, well, if the question is my staff are all asking for a pay rise, what are other SMEs doing? And mm-hmm. the payroll service provider obviously have, has knowledge of what the clients are doing and clearly it would be a very anonymous based um, response, but they can give great insights into how other SMEs are, are dealing with those challenges. Mm-hmm. And we, we do see like in, in payroll, I think it's 36% of Singaporean SMEs cited, like it's just too technical. Right. Um, and they, they're also finding it difficult to find payroll talent in the market. And I'll be really honest, like, I, I, you know, I think if we look back five to 10 years ago, it's probably quite rare that we would find the next generation or even the, you know, the next wave of talent coming through who want to be an internal payroll processor. Mm. It it is definitely one of the jobs that has probably fallen out of favour over the years. Right. Um, so SMEs are taking a step back and saying, okay, we're finding it difficult to hire the talent. Why don't we go and speak to a payroll service provider who can take this headache away from us and right. who's very tr- who's very trusted and uses the right technology. Mm. Yeah. Take it away. I mean, it's a lot easier to just uh, have someone you trust that can handle, I mean, s- simplify things that are related to payroll processing as well. No, then um, maybe let's talk about some of the myths or some of the misconceptions when it comes to payroll processing. What can you tell us about the, these common misconceptions that's, um, that's currently uh, existing in the industry? I think, that, I think the misconceptions is the expense of it. I also think that misconception over trust like it's it's really trust is a big a big barrier right like it takes takes time to build but the the payroll service providers can provide a much more efficient cost base for an SME to to run their payroll how we see that is SMEs with 10 staff or SMEs with 500 staff it's quite expensive to have somebody full time internally working solely on payroll and where the advantage is with a payroll service provider is you're working with a true professional who is on top of all the legal changes, regulatory changes, mm. can, can support you with the best technology without the SME having to do a big implementation because the, the payroll service provider runs that piece. Right. So that is a, that is a misconception. Um, and I, I, I do think, you know, the second kind of bigger one is, is really, can I trust this payroll service provider? Yeah. What will they do with my data? And for me, it's kind of looking at the reality of it because a lot of SMEs outsource their accounting. Mm. Um, if they need legal advice, they go to an outsourced legal firm. 
and payroll falls into that same category of uh, you know uh, external professional service provider so there are plenty of trusted providers obviously an SME can do a lot of due diligence checking and reference checking and speak to their current customers yeah um, and I think that would help dispel the, the misconception Wonderful. All right. Now then, Kevin, let's talk about some insights or the type of insights that can be derived from payroll providers that can help to support a business then. At Employment Hero, we work extensively with, with payroll providers all, all throughout the region. Okay. And really, the outsourced payroll providers can be a hidden goldmine of, mm. of savings. Mm. So their their role and the service that they provide is not only just to run the numbers and, and process payroll. Right. Like that's that's a... That's kind of level one service but the best payroll service providers provide a much more business partnership that can result in cost savings and they can advise people on uh, salary costs how to save on certain areas like if they had maybe a, a specific team that were you know doing a lot of ot compared to what they see with other clients or internally in one department they could feed that back to the, to the sme and say hey is this is this actually accurate and then the big, the big cost and, and compliance, while it's a necessary evil, is, is a burden. So payroll service providers can help an SME avoid compliance issues. Ah. The worst compliance issues happen when an SME ends up in the, with say, MOM, um, that they've, they've either done something wrong or they've yeah. made a mistake. And, and if they've done something wrong, that's one scenario. But if they've made a mistake, that's, that's quite frustrating mm. because genuinely they didn't intend to do so. Mm. And that, that can be incredibly costly for an SME. So payroll service providers can be that trusted mm. partner that can, can really go shoulder to shoulder with them on making right. sure they stay compliant. Right. Smaller costs for a bigger gain. Now then, Kevin, what are some factors, I mean, when we talk about trust, you know, how do we, what are some factors to consider when selecting a payroll provider? I think you you have to go with a recognized uh, payroll service provider who's been in the market for, for a long time, I would say at least five years, um, maybe even longer than that. If I was an SME, I would also request that I could speak to one of their current clients, maybe maybe even speak to two of their current clients. I would do all of the necessary uh, due diligence that you would do with any vendor, you know, and make sure you're checking them out on Acra, making sure that you're checking out like their uh, any of their reviews online, and that will that will help get things started before they make that decision over who to choose. Interesting. Thank you so much for that. Now, Kevin, I can't let you go without your some closing thoughts on how SMEs can leverage their payroll providers to better manage cash flow as well as we talk about job retention earlier on this show. So any closing thoughts on these uh, topics that we've covered so far? I, th- I think the key thing for SMEs to think about as they go into the rest of this year is transparency in the business because it can help dispel worries that the employees may have about the future. It also shows that there's an opportunity for employees to engage with the business and see if there's L&D opportunities to work on projects and really drive camaraderie in the teams to say, yes, we have a challenge this year. We want everybody to understand what those challenges are and everybody to support us as we go through the rest of the year. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, Kevin. This has been such a fascinating uh, topic to cover. Thank you for joining us this morning, Kevin. 
Thank you. Enjoy your day. You too, Kevin. Now, we've been speaking to Kevin Fitzgerald, the Managing Director at Asia at Employment Hero, talking all about employee retention in SMEs and how businesses can leverage their payroll providers to better manage cash flow as well as navigate these turbulent economic times. Continue to keep it right here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.